Murder Theater Podcast. Another episode, the Royal Rumble episode. Let's get into it. It was quite an extravaganza. It let was. Me first, let me first add this. The fact hold that on, they, hold on. Before we get into the Royal Rumble, I want to briefly say something about Enjoy and the Odyssey. Oh my gosh. That's a whole show because in itself. It was three episodes. It was three weeks. It was mm. excellent programming. It was one of my favorite seasons so far. And they had a full style battle royal at the end on the third episode, which was fantastic. And Edith Surreal is now going to be facing MV Young for the Enjoy title. So shout out to Enjoy Wrestling. Thank you so much for the entertainment. We love you guys. Look. Yes, wait. I I have to. We have this. uh, What was her name? Uh, Sassy? Zazzy? Zazzy. Zazzy Boatwright. Zazzy Boatwright? Yes. That lady or um, they, them, maybe is their pronoun, was so fun. Yeah, and I think I, I think every I, performer killed it, but Zazzy was something else. Oh, I got everybody's every name. You want the names? Every single person killed it. They have nothing but personality. I just want to watch and enjoy. I just want to see all those talented, cool characters. The way that they get to showcase their personality, it's like fun at the circus, and nothing compares to it. So everything after that is, you know, sub for me. Mid. It's mid. It's mid. Your camera's yeah. mid, bro. My camera is mid. I don't know what's happening. I apologize for the thing. But but I guess I guess they're going to be kicking back up in March, and then I don't know when that'll hit the YouTube, but uh, I love that I call it the YouTube, like a 60-year-old man. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to that. If, if you guys are watching or listening to this, please go check out Enjoy Wrestling on their YouTube. It's Enjoy Wrestling. It's very easy to find... They have performers you know, they have performers you don't, and all the content is fantastic. It's terrific pro wrestling. It's some of the best stuff out there. I can't say enough good things about Enjoy Wrestling. And shout out to The Runway. Shout out to (laughs) Tyler Klein and Calvin (laughs) Couture. Yes, they, they were both fantastic. They were, and they had lots of interactions in this last season, so. Yes, they did, man. That was killing it. The, just some of the characters alone in that whole Odyssey PB Battle Royale. PB Smooth, <laughs> Perfect Perkins, Big Game Leroy. I mean, with Eel the, with O'Neal. the Eel O'Neal, Killian, Killian McMurphy was that his name? Yep, Killian McMurphy. Cowpoke Paul was priceless. Yep. I mean, that, adorable. Yin, Yinza. Now you guys probably don't get Yinza. Yinza was awesome. So Yinza is basically like... It's a Pittsburgh thing. It's a Pittsburgh thing. That's exactly what I was going to tell you, man. It's a Pittsburgh thing. But Mr. Grimm, don't forget about Mr. Grimm. Don't sleep on Mr. Grimm. He was in there, and it was was pretty... And who was the person that fought MV in the second episode? Who had that title shot? Oh, Because he was uh, just on AEW recently, too. Oh, yeah. that was he Was he really? No, yeah. uh, that that that's the guy that comes out to Purple Rain, right? Billy Dixon. Yeah. Yes, Billy Dixon. He had a spot on uh, AEW. Ooh. I think it might have. I don't know if it was Dark or Dark Elevation. It may have been Dynamite or Rampage. I can't remember now. I wish I would have wrote it down. But I was Maybe. like blown away that he was on AEW TV. He was like Maybe. somebody's like half manager, a whole different character. Oh wow. Good for him. Well, I have this to say about it. It is going to be very heart-wrenching for me when um, Edith Surreal goes up against MV Young because MV Young is the polyam cult king meant to be a leader. So for him not to be a leader, I mean, he's just meant to be a leader, but Edith Surreal is special. Just brings the performance art and a new kind of vibe just with that kind of like using wrestling as an artistic platform to do different knots and kind of twists. And it's just so different that that's special. So I don't like, I'm going to have trouble with one of them losing. <laughs> I agree with you hundred percent. I love both of them. I think the match is going to be fantastic and they've been building it for a while anyway. So I, I really think it's going to be a good watch. 
Yes. And I'm curious to see what else they're going to throw in with all that stuff. So exactly. I, you know, my personal opinion is I really thought um, Lawless was going to win it. I really did. <laughs> and the reason No way. I, Not a yeah. chance. Well, the reason I did is because they, they've been hyping this on like the past seasons or whatever they call those, the episodes of, of enjoy. So I figure for sure. I mean, he's done so many promos saying that he's coming after the belt. He's going to get the belt, this, that, and the other thing he gets, he brings his O'Shea in there to like be his enforcer, which was fucking beautiful. It was awesome. <laughs> and I, so I was like, Oh, when he got eliminated, I was like, there's no way I've thought a hundred percent for sure. Lawless was going to be MV Young's uh, challenger there. So, but Hey, well, I have to be- say as far as enjoy goes, it's equally as entertaining as any big show, and it doesn't have that huge production. Oh, absolutely. the fact that their talent is able to be that uh, enigmatic oh. on such a small stage, if you will, uh, it just says so much about everybody that performs there. Yes, and I feel like we watched Meg grow up. From last seasons to this season, Meg, they are just, I love them as an announcer. So I just, I keep seeing them get there. The makeup even getting more like interesting and the gem of enjoy wrestling. Yes. And the badassery out there, you know, it's like, I love it. So I feel like I like seeing them come into themselves and really be confident on, on their introducing and do, and and they they really help sell a lot of the stories. So I wanted to and the pinnacle of sarcasm too. Yes. Oh yeah. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I, I think we've loved enjoy enough. I mean, <laughs> you be. I mean, anybody it's that fun, even re- remotely likes wrestling, yeah, in any sense or form whatsoever, if you are not watching this, you're out of your mind because it's probably the most entertaining hour of wrestling you're going to get. I mean, yeah. period. It really is. It's fast paced. It's funny. It's fun. Everybody's good. Everybody gets a shot when, even if those big Royal rumbles, there was always somebody, it, they were all featured to do their moves. Like every yeah. one of them, all 26, five of them. And yeah. They shine. Just, and it was great. And if you're not watching it, you've lost your mind. You got to go watch it. It's it's great. I mean, I'm ready for well, a road trip. I've lost my mind and I watch it. So there's no excuse. Well, then there you go. All right, man. We had a lot of stuff go down at the Rumble, guys. A I'm lot fine. of stuff. Tons of stuff. A lot of stuff I was looking forward to. Finally, kind of, we got some answers. Um, and a lot of the stuff that was, was building sort of played out. Now... Neither one of you has watched a Royal Rumble in a very long time, Rafe. You may have seen some back in the day. Uh, oh, what did you guys you. think of the Rumble as a whole, as a show? Too much. Too much. Too many. Too much? Too yeah, long? five freaking hours. That <laughs> the first one, I'm serious. The first one was epic. It should be its <laughs> own thing, and that's that. And we won't get into why we have to separate the men from the women. But, uh, like, it I was agree. like... I think each rumble is its own like a extravaganza, you know? And I think like adding all this other stuff, it's like, come on. Like that was so, I had to watch 30 different people. Okay. I can't remember the rest of you, you know, it's like, <laughs> and then to do it again with women, you know, it's like, well, then we had to do it again in the same night. It's too much. I like the Royal rumble as a concept though. But I just think each one should be its own thing. And really, we know it, it kind of can get cluster fucky a little bit here and there. But they did a good job of napping at the side of the ring when they needed to. But um, they napped a little bit too much at times, whereas Enjoy was more fast paced, which I appreciated. But you get to everyone can come out. That's the benefit that I see. Like, I don't see all, I don't watch WWE like you all. I'm more watching other things. Um, so, like, I know that's not normal, but it's just what it is. And so, I don't know everyone. So, for me, it was good to get a little taste of a bunch of people that I knew about half of those dudes so the rest i didn't know so it was kind of cool to see him for a minute so i can see who i'd like to go back and look for example the guy that does the worm <laughs> otis. otis otis is great i love otis so that's uh, my sum up 
Speaking of Otis, I'm really glad they're starting to get some of his old character style back in. He's doing that, oh yeah! And he's doing the worm and all that stuff. I'm really excited to see Otis kind of not just Chad Gable's flunky. Um, I, think it, I think it definitely helps with his character and getting his following back and everything. Because he was doing great before all this stuff started with Chad Gable and the Alpha Academy and all that. Not that that stuff is bad. I actually do enjoy that stuff. Um I just, I think Chad Gable could be doing something better. And I think Otis could be doing something better. But yeah, so the show as a whole is definitely very, very long. I mean, we're talking about way too many hours. It, I texted you guys earlier. They really need to split the rumble up over two nights like they do with Mania. Yeah. Because there is so much content. Or they just need to do both rumbles and have that be the pay-per-view and not add all those extra matches and extra stuff. Um now, the stuff that was on the show was really good, and I enjoyed it all, but it was just a lot of stuff that you had to watch. And it was like, if you watch the pre-show, that 7 to almost 1 o'clock in the morning, it's just too much, man. It's too much. It's too much. And I agree with you I on mean, that. I, th I think that it should be the men's and then the women's, and that's it. The Bray Wyatt match was cool. I don't think it needed to be there. I don't think the Bianca Belair match needed to be there. And I don't think this big Roman Reigns thing needed to be there either. It, I think those two matches stood up on their own for being an exciting evening of wrestling. Now you keep that in mind. That's probably three and a half hours right there. Yeah. Almost three hours. I would say just the rumble, right? Cause you got 30 well, people. The, the two in. rumbles, the two rumbles were both almost an hour and a half each. Right. So an hour and a half each. So you're looking at three hours just for two matches. Leave it at that. Yeah. It's it was it's super entertaining. Give give them maybe give them just a couple more minutes each to wrestle in there. You know what I mean? If you yeah. wanted to do that. But I I think that those the, the rumbles overlooked the the conclusion of the of the night, which would have been, you know, the Sammy, the Sammy Zane stuff that happened with with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. I think that that got not so much overshadowed. But by by the time you get to that, you're you're spent. You know, what I mean, it's it could have been more exciting if that was just its own thing. Right. And the Bray Wyatt thing, that was pretty cool. But again, just put that on raw. You know, that and was really cool, though. Then the Bianca Belair match, just put it on Raw. That that yeah. that was just okay. And I mean, so, we'll jump into them. Um, I think we can all agree though that the Rumble was good. It was just a lot. It was a lot. It was. I but thought I, it was good, but it was a lot. Go I ahead, do want to say I expect to be paid fifteen dollars an hour next time. I have to watch seven hours. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. <laughs> Who were you expecting to pay you for that? I, oh, WWE. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. I, I, thought, I, I, th I deserve I, that payment. I will. Uh, it's a work day. I will send a, a, will send a very day. stern letter to Vince McMahon <laughs> and see how he feels. Exactly. That's so funny. Um. So so let's run down this thing. Uh, we could talk about each piece as we go. The men's rumble, first of all, was how we started. Um. Now, I enjoyed it. I love the rumble. It was super long. Um, the winner was Cody Rhodes. That's one of the big takeaways. You know, um, what did you guys think about the men's rumble itself? Let me, let Go ahead, me begin because I got a couple things in my mind. First of all, I think the rumble was tainted and I'll tell you why. All right. Do I think it was entertaining? Absolutely. There was so much hype on the internet that Cody was going to win that he just won. It's, it was kind of like, okay. You know, it's like I knew the whole time Cody was going to win. So it felt like all the rest of it seemed like just bullshit. So, like, we know nobody else was going to win. Right? So it's like it did really. Well, I mean, we didn't know technically. Honestly, uh, we... I didn't know. So I went away in here because I want to say I didn't even know the Royal Rumble. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. was WWE because I don't pay attention to WWE a lot. <laughs> I did know who some of the people were. So I got to go in blind and that's a gift, you know, like I had no preconceived notion. I didn't even know Cody was in this thing. Okay. But all I know is I'm glad he didn't burn himself again to try to get a win. 
And so I'm glad he won for that reason. Well, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Uh, you know, was supposed to make an appearance in this thing, and he did not. Uh, no. He was supposed to come out at number 17. And it turns out, I mean, I loved how they brought Dominic out at 18. Uh, and he had Ray's mask and everything. So it was like he attacked him or something and prevented him from coming in. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking they were, I was thinking Dominic was going to come out to raise music and stuff. Um, I think that would have been hilarious and maybe a better way to do it. But it turns out Ray Mysterio was injured. He got injured in his match with Karrion Cross on SmackDown. Um, they were going to do some spots to build this feud to Mania so that Ray and Dominic can finally have their big blow off of this thing that's been going forever. Because Ray's been talking about retiring for a while. Uh, so... I have a feeling it's all sort of in the mix, but will it still happen? Probably. I mean, we've got a little over two and a half months, I think, until the until Mania happens. So we've got plenty of setup until then. Um, but it was a shame that he didn't get to come out and do his thing, and I, I wish we could have had whatever build they had planned. I really do, too, because uh, Tammy's only seen Ray maybe once or twice, and I think that he would – be the forerunner of one of her favorite wrestlers just knowing her tastes and wrestlers and And i play him on the video game all the time oh yeah she beats the shit out of riddle with him all (laughs) like for an hour (laughs) i guess i just like wrestlers named ray that are luchadors i have i have a type in wrestling we've learned for ray reefer ray is one of my favorite wrestlers (laughs) yeah hey Hey, man it's reefer he's my favorite one hey 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 it's reefer ray hey hey. that's what i got to say (laughs) i got a question for you guys who was your favorite performer in the men's rumble who tammy why don't you go first okay brock lesnar lesnar really yeah i I would not have expected you to say that really Neither did I. Yeah, well, he came in, he kicked a bunch of ass. He was creating all kinds of fun, entertaining mischief outside the ring. He's strong, he had energy, and I enjoyed him a lot. And I thought he gave his all, and I think he could have really won it. You know, I think a couple years ago, you would have hated him because this new character that he's got, where he's like sort of half baby face and kind of fun, makes him so much more enjoying to watch. Um, I love that you picked Brock Lesnar, though. That is so left field. That's fantastic. How are you, Rafe? I got a tie. Uh, I liked Sheamus. I thought Sheamus was cool because he lasted. But I got to give it up to Gunther just because he was an Iron Man and he made it through and he was beat up and he was kind of keeping things going and he was still staying in the mix and kind of running things. I could see why... They paired him up at the end with Cody. You know what I mean? Because I thought that was a good matchup between the two of them to like finish yeah. out the whole rest. Royal Rumble. I, I, I mean, I think MVP, MVP of the Royal Rumble right there is Gunther for me. I think that's fair. Um, I, I also enjoyed Brock. I also enjoyed Gunther. Um, I, I would have picked just about anybody for this match because. I think everybody in the Rumble this year did great. I've watched so many Rumbles, and I've watched so many with, like, botches and bad spots. And we did have one big botch uh, that was very obvious was when Kofi uh, hit that chair. He was not supposed to hit the floor. Kofi is known to have all these crazy spots where he gets almost thrown out and then gets to come back. Tammy, what are you doing? We don't know. Anyway... (laughs) So he hits the chair and immediately hits the ground. Why they thought he should use one of those chairs, I don't know. I think it was a terrible idea. But had Kofi been able to pull that off, I think it would have been fantastic. It would have because they they kept trying to do it at the announcer's table. They were trying to hype it. They were like, oh, no, his foot's not on the ground. He didn't have both feet on the ground. And then all of a sudden, they just took him out. I was like, oh, shit, that kind of sucks. Because I know what you mean by him. He's like such an acrobat that he could have, like, made it through there. And that would have been pretty cool. So, yeah. But, you know, what, what can you do at that point? It's like he's out he's out there's enough there's enough other people to look at at that particular time to where you didn't have to you know pay too much attention to what he was doing though but yeah that was pretty fun and I'll, yeah and, and i so, go ahead i will say this considering the fact that kofi was probably he, he was probably supposed to have a lot more spots in this thing you didn't even notice he was missing no 
the action was so good. All the wrestling was so great. Everybody did such a great job. I just enjoyed the hell out of it. I do wish Cody had come in a little earlier. Um, the fact that he came in last and then won the thing was kind of like, eh, you're not really building his character right now. And did you guys notice that he's still kind of puffy and sort of red in his peck? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Man. Well, did you read the news? Going away. No. Did you read the news? The, re- the news was that he got cleared that day. That day he got cleared. So he was up to the wire to get cleared to be able to wrestle. And it happened. I wonder if maybe it was like an emergency clearance. Like, hey, look, we know you you probably shouldn't go out there. Maybe that's why they put him in at 30, because he really couldn't do much. So we've been over the men's room. We've gone over our favorites. Wait, 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 wait. We need we need we didn't do surprise entrance entrant into the I want to know who surprised you the most, Tammy, that came into the men's Royal Rumble. Anybody well, surprised? It's not very exciting. It's be- it goes back to me not knowing anything. Chris knew the news. He knew it was up. I didn't. So when they when Rey Mysterio didn't come out when they called his name, I was surprised. Oh, okay. You know who I was surprised by Booker T. I thought. But oh I yeah. Did- I did think that was pretty awesome that Booker that T. That was came pretty out. awesome. So I gotta say, I wasn't surprised by Booker T. Um, although he would have been one of the only real surprises, as it were. Um, but I was super excited because I kind of had a feeling Booker T might be involved. It, it had been circulating online a little bit, and it's in Texas. Booker mm. T's in fantastic shape. He's still running a wrestling school, he's still heavily involved in the ring. So it wasn't as much of a surprise as like a hell yeah, it's Booker T hearing that Harlem heat music after all these years was like, all right, <laughs> it was great to see him doing something post hall of fame to me. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the men's Royal Rumble, there wasn't, was there any NXT people? Uh, let me look at the list. Cause I mean, I Santos technically has already been called up. Right. Um, you know, Montez Ford, no, he's not. Damian Edge, no. Austin Theory no, was I NXT mean, for a while. Yeah, but he's so. not anymore. He's been showcased for a while on the main roster. No, right. we didn't. We didn't have any, any uh, NXT, NXT call-ups for the Rumble, which is interesting because we had a couple for the women's Rumble. A lot in in the women's. I have a feeling we would have seen Nikita Lyons had she not been injured, but we'll uh, we'll get to that when we get to the women's rumble. Um, Absolutely. Next thing up is Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. Yeah. This was the Mountain Dew pitch black match. The first one of its kind. What'd you guys think about this thing? Go for it, Tammy. I thought it was fun. And I liked the kooky look of Bray. So I have to say. I think that's fair. Is that, that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rafe, what about you? Well, I liked it. I liked the cool. I like. I didn't know how they were gonna do it. Okay, so I liked the the cool neon colors. That was pretty dope. Um, I liked Bray Wyatt's evilness and the way he had did the makeup done. I thought that that was pretty dope too. Um, it felt like an almost squash match. Does that make sense? Like it, it was like a squash match, but it really wasn't. A, so the guy put up more of a fight than normally you would get a squash match to do. And then the shit where that, where uncle Howdy just bailed off of that top thing and smashed right through, through the floor on him. I thought that that was an awesome, awesome thing. And I'm obviously that's setting up a lot of shit. So that's pretty cool. So. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about uh, the stuff with LA night and the squash factor of it. They don't want to bury him completely, which is very difficult to do with Bray Wyatt because Bray is so popular and so big. Um, L.A. Knight is super over right now, and people love him. Yeah. I mean, you can't not love the guy. He's got a catchphrase. He's great with the mic. He's great in the ring. Um, So in order to make that work and still have Bray look super strong, it was was that like sort of pseudo squash where L.A. still got to have his moments and still be tough and still have to go through hell in order to be beat. Um, And the thing at the end with Howdy and all that stuff was just like a nice little touch on it. Done the Alexa match with Bianca first prior to this so that we could have had a little involvement with Howdy and Bliss and all that stuff and maybe some Bray. Uh, I feel like that could have been reversed. I don't know what the original plan was, but they did all this build 
for Alexa as as this Bray Wyatt sort of influence thing, just to not blow it off at all. I mean, it was just sort of like, yeah, forget it ever happened. Um, but the yeah. stuff at the end with Howdy jumping off the platform, and then we get Huskus and Ramblin' Rabbit and and kind of the Firefly Funhouse crew up there. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I saw a bunch of people online talking about, oh, Howdy missed L.A. Knight when he jumped off the platform. I don't think he was intending to land on him because we weren't even really – we didn't get a good camera angle of it. They knew that that spot was dangerous, and it, everybody was safe. But it still right. looked awesome, and the fire and stuff was fantastic. Yeah, dude, it was a cool segment, man. I thought the whole thing was cool. It sets it up for that for for them to be all evil and crazy and that five nights at Freddy look to them. It's like it's a, it's it's fun. Um, yeah, how, and I, as far as all that goes, the colors and the black lights and everything—that's the first time I've ever seen a match like that outside, or I should say, inside of WWE. I thought it was really creative and unique. And Bray looked like a freaking monster, man. He yeah, looks man. super so cool. fun looking. Yeah. I thought it was. I love that whole look, that whole creepiness. That was my favorite part. I love the theatrics of it all. Right. So that, and like you said before, it's like, it makes it feel like that Alexa Bliss match was just there, be, just there to try to set that up a little bit more. Because Did you I say thought, that? Yeah, I, well, I kind of like alluded to it. And it was like, so, I, you know, that's, I don't know what they're doing with Alexa Bliss there. That's just, it's, it's kind of weird. And it's kind of like, well, that's I the next thing we got to talk about is Bianca versus bliss. Yeah. Here's my thoughts on that. I, I didn't think that this match was that exciting. I mean, I, I think wasn't. that, I think that it could have been a bigger thing on like raw and like hyping that up to really make it an event for raw. It just felt like a placeholder to the next match, which is a shame because Bianca Belair is pretty awesome. Alexa Bliss is great at selling. She makes people look good all the time. She's kind of like a Ruby Soho in that sense, you know. And um, it's good reference. And and I so I just think that they kind of they kind of like you know almost and I hate to say the term they almost AEW that match you know made it not as important as it should be. And so that was kind of disappointing. I mean, it's true. We know that that's true, right? That's very so, accurate. I mean, that's what they did. So, but Tammy, what did you, what, how did you feel about the Bianca Alexa Bliss match? I don't have a fair assessment. By this time, I've seen so much, I was exhausted. And so I don't like, I was just too tired to pay attention or care. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the side effects of having these super long shows um, and trying to cram all this stuff in there. I just, I'm super frustrated because. I really feel like we should have had a blow off of this Alexa Bliss angle they've been building for the last couple of months. They've been right. doing all this stuff with Bianca. They've been setting it up as Bray Wyatt's in control of her, Uncle Howdy's in control of her or something. And then at the end of the match, we still had this vignette with the playground and all the stuff and the Lily doll and everything. Like, why are we, I don't understand what they were thinking here. I really yeah. don't. And the match wasn't, it didn't, it didn't meet the hype. Right. You're it, right. It they AEW'd the crap out of it. It didn't meet the hype because man, that when she was when they did that raw match and she bloodied up Bianca, that was like what a perfect setup. Like, let's hype yeah. that. Let's make that better. And it's like they didn't do it. So it's kind of makes me wonder why they even put the match in there. So, you know. Yeah, they but, totally blew it, man. Hey, but you know, that that that's just like one of the only things that really was not that great. So I will say though, Bianca is awesome. Well, she's great. She's great. Bianca's fantastic. I'm glad that she still has the title. I was she just expecting some sort of fuckery. Uh, yeah. but you know, whatever. She's if not that's the that... worst thing that happens on the show, that's okay with me. Yeah. She's not gonna have that title for long, I could tell you that. Because you know Rhea's going after that one. Well, she's had it for a while, so I don't know, man. I really think Rhea might go after Charlotte. Rhea. Um, they've they've had a history, so I think she might be looking for her revenge. Yeah, that's possible. Oh, Tammy's camera's down now, too. It's just me here. It's not. I'm here. I can hear She's you. The... Yeah, All I right. mean, my, my camera's just not working properly, so I'm not going to mess with it. So I apologize for everybody on the camera thing. We'll no, get I intentionally that. turned mine off. We'll, we'll get it. Tammy, uh... that was very slick. <laughs> It's I'm going to turn my camera off, and when I come back, it's foggy. <laughs> right. You lighting an incense in there? It's YouTube friendly. <laughs> um, 
All right, so that brings us to the women's rumble. Women's rumble. What did you guys think of the women's rumble? <laughs> Am I going first? Yeah. Sure. All right. I don't think I have as extensive notes as y'all about it, but what I will say is that there was more theatrical gimmicks here that I enjoyed. Okay. For example, the one person that came with the creepy car and you know, the person that came out from the audience. And, you know, I, I liked, I thought that was more entertaining. So I liked that. So, um, yes. I mean, that's what I thought overall. It was more entertaining than the men's, but with no uh, sacrifice on the quality and uh, strength of the wrestlers. Did anybody surprise you? Any entrance surprise you? So I don't watch it enough to be surprised about anything. I, th mm -hmm. I thought they tried to do that nice little surprise with the girl that maybe kind of might have retired and was wearing Uggs in the in the in the crowd with their daughter. That was cool. Michelle McCool. That that's yeah. the Undertaker's wife. I thought that was kind of a whole cool thing to do, but it wasn't surprising. I can tell who surprised me, not in a way of surprising for coming in but just somebody that caught my attention of wrestlers i hadn't seen is that still a surprise it was like yeah. rox yes. and perez i Roxanne. thought came out with a lot of energy and spark. current nxt women's champion yep i was like oh that's surprising i like her energy and i know she was early on but i was like i like her uh and i liked pippin a lot and so i hadn't seen pippin before Piper Piper Nevin. Piper, Piper Nevin. Piper Nevin? Formerly Dewdrop, formerly Piper Nevin before that. They changed her name to Dewdrop for some reason, which was really dumb. And it's now she's back know. with her old character and gimmick. So it's it's confusing. But whoever she is, I liked her a lot. So I'm so glad they brought her back her regular name and stuff. Yeah, I liked her. She was a surprise because I hadn't seen her before. So when she came in, she seemed different. So I don't know. Um, that's about it. Those were my. That's my my overall. It was it was more theatrical and entertaining while still being strong in wrestling, and that those were like people that caught my attention. There is somebody else that caught my attention, which was uh uh Zeling Zeling, Zeling yeah Zeling because I like I was like wow that person caught my attention they just came in the ring and like immediately went on someone's head and flipped them yep that was really neat so those are my takeaways and my surprises all right Rafe, so, how about you man all right I have there's a this is going to be a very controversial but there I am calling it MVP of the women's royal rumble and I'm going to tell you right who it is right now and I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree. Liv Morgan was the MVP of that match. Period. I agree. I agree. I'm surprised. She killed it. Because she kept it going, sold the moves, pulled it out to the end, made everybody look good, even the inexperienced NXT people, even some of the ladies that got a little bit of ring rust on them. They I'm, that we haven't seen in a long time come into that ring. Liv Morgan kept it all kind of going around. And I think that's the reason that they put her in there at number two and kept her till the end. And even her selling the mist in the face and pretending she's blind as she grabs a hold of the of the rope and then Rhea flips her out of the ring was a great conclusion to the match. I mean, I really think she was the shining person there that's going to get outshined just because it's Rhea Ripley in there, right? Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. So there's another reason why she's getting outshined. She has a generic name and a generic look. I can tell you, I barely know who she is. I vaguely know she was wearing pink and had blonde hair because there's a bunch of them. They all look the same. They all have the same vibe and character and they all have names like that, you know, like Ashley Rose and, you know, Faye Lynn and all these kind of things. And they got blonde hair and a couple color streaks in it. And they got slight, like, innocent harness people. Shit, we know you don't know fucking kink real for reals, little babies. Okay? So, you know what I mean? It's like, stop that shit. It's homogenizing them. So if somebody, like, I can only barely, like, have a, a caricature of who she is. 
let her be her stop dressing everybody the same don't dictate that shit to them because i should be able to look, pick her out in a lineup and i couldn't right now to be fair Liv morgan used to have a very uh harley quinn-esque gimmick she was part of the riot squad she used to always have a blue tongue she always sort of had like um kind of a tattered sort of tattered glam look um whereas now she does feel very generic she feels very wwe it's not her fault. I have a feeling if it was up to Liv Morgan, she'd probably still be doing all the crazy stuff she used to do with the pigtails and all that stuff. Um, but she really did do a fantastic job. And I think anybody who's been watching WWE for a long time will understand that Liv Morgan has had tons of detractors and people saying she doesn't deserve to be where she is. She didn't deserve her title run, et cetera, et cetera. I think her role in this rumble proved the opposite. Um, I think that she showed out big time and absolutely deserves 100% all the accolades she's had so far and some in the future. Agreed. I agree. I think, I think that's, yeah, I think you're right, Rafe. She was the MVP. She surprised the hell out of me last night with how much that she was able to do in that match. Yeah, man, absolutely. She kind of was like almost like the ringleader for everything. And, yeah. I, and I just thought that that was really cool. And I was like, yeah. I was very surprised. And like the, the cool part is I got to watch it. You know, I watched it last night and then I watched it again with Tammy. And I, I, I thought that last night, but then I kind of focused in on her when I was watching it again. And I was like, yeah, man, she's kind of running this. She's running the ring. She played such a large part in that rumble. She did. And another standout for me in this one too was Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark was was really putting the moves out there. I thought she was shining. I think she's going to be in, it, getting pulled up from NXT at some point just because yeah, I agree. She, she fits in with that mix really well. She executes her moves really well. She didn't ever hesitate, even with all those people in the ring. You saw some people kind of hesitating because they didn't want to hurt each other. I mean, that just kind of gets – you get mixed up with that stuff. But she kind of had the coordination to really – pull her moves off and still make everything look smooth. And I just, I think she's going to be a future star in all of this too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Go ahead, Tammy. Okay. So like, but then that Naya came and took care of everything. <laughs> yes. So yeah, you know what? You I want to talk, talk about, about badass, badassery. That was the shining moment right there. Well, here's the scoop on Naya as of right now. Uh, she was released last year, I believe. Um, she wasn't planning on coming back. She may have been released early, early 2021. She did not want to come back. Uh, she finally came back for this Rumble. She is not, as of yet, under a new contract. So that may have been a one-off deal. Um, Nia Jax is a controversial person. She has been involved with a lot of other performers' injuries, which is why when she was released, so many people were kind of like, oh, okay, I'm not as upset about that one as I am most of them. Whether it's just or unjust is debatable. However, she obviously got a huge crowd reaction last night. Um, and that says a lot about what she's done for the business so far. So good for her. Uh, outside of her, I was pretty shocked to see Chelsea Green uh, not not so much see her debut because if you've been paying attention to wrestling rumors and news and all that, she obviously signed her contract. I was surprised that she got eliminated so quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah. You would think somebody fresh signing a contract, hey, I'm coming back, yeah, it's going to be huge, and you get eliminated right off the bat. Not good for Chelsea Green. No, it wasn't. That, that was that was kind of weird, man. I was just like, um, okay. Yeah, but it was I mean, fun. It was kind of fun, but it was like Ray was just like, all right, I'm just cleaning up this mess. You're out of here. You're, you, you're really no competition for me. But I thought that was kind of lame for her. Though, so. It really was kind of sad for Chelsea Green. Like, I hope that that's not a sign of the future for her because she's great. She's awesome in the ring. She's good on the mic. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of her over in various different companies in the last couple of years since her previous release. I hope they treat her right, man. Um I can tell you well, one thing, Matt be... Cardona is not going to come back if they don't treat his wife well. But this is this could be good like as a rivalry for Rhea. Like she could be they could be elevating her. 
Absolutely. to have such a strong rival, you know, it's like, possible. They, that, like now she right. could really have a vendetta because she did that on her comeback moment. It's possible. That's very true. Now, one other thing I don't want to overlook Oscar. Oscar killed it too. All right. Yes. She really did. I was going to get to so, that. So and Oscar would... is back with this Japanese gimmick she used to have when she was Kana. Uh, they've sort of been alluding to that. She's been alluding to that on social media. We kind of knew it was coming. I loved her makeup last night. The makeup was perfect. I don't know if you guys saw any close-ups of yeah. uh, her Instagram stuff or anything, mm -hmm. but the makeup was it. Not just was this like the design was cool, but like the blue and stuff had all these kind of metallics in it, and it was sort of a whole thing, man. And it was great to see her uh, sort of doing being herself you know um i love that that she gets to kind of go back to her roots maybe without having to leave wwe and she's a killer you know what i mean that japanese strong style is no joke no not at all yeah and in, in conclusion you know Rhea, Rhea won it which was she deserves well, it she, she absolutely deserves, deserves it. it she's a star she's she's been yeah, she was the first one out yeah she was a good one for to be the Iron Man in that one to last forever on it. So because, you know, she's in such great shape. And, and the fact is that she's all over the place as far as her popularity It's like everybody loves her and, and all the kids love her. I mean, they show all the interactions that she has with the fans on, on, on the TikTok clips through WWE. She's really built herself into being a star, which is, is really yeah. cool. So it's her time. It's her time, whether whether she takes it from Flair or she takes it from Bianca, uh, it's going to be her time. I have a, I still have a feeling it's going to be Bianca. I don't think they're going to take it away from Charlotte right this quickly. I mean, she just got it back from Rousey. They got, you know, who knows what's going on with that whole story with Rousey. I mean, obviously, she didn't even make it in. Well, it and sounds like she's jumping to the tag team wrestling now. So we'll see about oh, that. Okay. If she so, doesn't leave. Right. If she doesn't leave. So, but again, Rhea, des Rhea deserves it. She's killer. Bottom line, she's going to be the champ and she's going to have a good championship run going through. So kudos to her. So Tammy, you, you alluded to a few people that you uh, enjoyed in this match, but if you had to pick one as your favorite, who was your favorite in this match? We already know who Rapes was. Kind of know who mine was. And if you don't know, it was freaking Rhea Ripley. Mommy is mommy and that's it. Nobody else can touch her. <laughs> that's my opinion tammy what did you think well i think your opinions are wonderful and and they deserve those but i picked pippin hyper niven or Dewdrop or piper tammy, tammy. i like piper, i like pippin. piper 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 picked a pack of pickle peppers okay yeah all right i i love pippin at the at the at the rumble royal <laughs> Is it, was you there no there? Getting the name right isn't as important as the sentiment. Was there no Pippin there? Oh. No, it was Piper Niven. <laughs> but yes, she's a talented performer. She very much deserves <laughs> to be somebody's favorite. Um, Girl, I'm sorry. No I'm the best you got, okay? You're thinking more of the rest. I picked you. I'm sorry I don't got it right. I will get it right next time. To be fair, she they made her change her name too many times, so it's not no your more fault. drops, pippers, pipers, pippins. No, <laughs> she kicked that Viper. No, I'm sorry, Piper Niven. Now you got me fucking it up. <laughs> I know you didn't even pick up. You didn't even pick a different name, Piper. To to be fair, once she idiots. was Viper Niven as well on Viper? the Indies. Yeah, Viper. but that's we're not even. Don't even don't, don't awesome. let that into your brain. Don't let okay. that into your brain. Well, um, you as a human being, whatever realm that you go to and whatever name you shall happen upon, we love you. Indeed. I pick you. Piper Niven. Also Roddy Piper. Also Roddy Piper's daughter now. She's uh, in NXT. Anyway, um, real quick, let's take a break. And then we'll come back before we talk about the last thing. Are we getting snacks? We've covered everything except for the main event. The main event. And to close this form. show, one fall, we had Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. What a match. Now, we're not going to talk about the post-match stuff 
until after we discuss the actual match, because I think the match was good enough that it deserves its own little piece. What do you guys think? Well, I don't think I'll have a popular opinion. Oh. But mixed. I have mixed feelings. Most of my feelings are positive. Great wrestling. Very exciting. <laughs> you know? But I hate this very, like, oh, the ref didn't see it fucking bullshit. I do not like it. I've seen it too many times. You're supposed to be like the creme de la creme of professional wrestling. And you're relying on old gimmicks to tell your story. So that little part took it down a couple notches. Other than that, I give it a lot of credit for surprising me with the part we can't talk about. With one of the certain person that decided (laughs) not to participate in certain certain things. We'll get there. Yeah. So we'll I get there. But the match itself, the KO and Roman. Twist. I like the theater. That's why I like this. So I loved a good twist and I really enjoyed that. So, you know, most of this was pretty elevated for me as far as storytelling, drama goes, the characters involved. It was very then, big. Yeah, it was very big. And for a big thing, I could see how people would eat it up and how wonderful everyone would think it is. But you still have that one gimmick that I feel like I wish people could open their brains to creativity more. Because it's like, oh, I already knew what the fuck was going to happen the moment the ref didn't see it. We already know now the rest of the script. Be better storytellers. Other than that, to the wrestling and everybody selling what they were selling. I'm now live. A picture of Liv Morgan here. <laughs> I thought Liv Morgan. Was, what did you think? I, I I I'm I'm a I'm a, a little bit in agreement with Tammy because it's like it's like the ref didn't see it. They knocked out the ref. It's a little bit of a trope, you know. And you know, okay, cool. As far as the physicality of the match. And the battle back and forth, I really like the battle back and forth between. I like KO a lot. I think I, I like KO more than I like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is just okay to me. I, I know everybody loves him and he's the greatest. And the but, internet is going to destroy us for that, probably. <laughs> but it's just I'm I can not, take it. You know, you know I, it, Roman Reigns. Okay, great. It's cool. <laughs> it's just like I'm. You know, I like KO. That's fair. Else thing so. I like K- fair. KO is better to, for me. In my opinion, I like KO personally. I like KO better. Whether he's a I agree. better than 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 Roman Reigns, that's great. He is. I mean, he seems to be. He sells the shit better. He's got the better moves. It's just he's the harder hitter. I liked I like the way they went back and forth and I like that he's a very very good challenge to Roman Reigns. I don't like the fact that he lost. That kind of upsets me. I don't like to see KO win, but in this scenario, it wasn't really about that. So obviously we found out at the end. So, but. So I will say this about the match itself. Uh, I agree with the whole ref thing and all that. However, it does fit the story. It fits Roman's character. It fits the bloodline storyline. Um, this is what they've been doing for two and a half, three years. Uh, cheating to win, making it work, making it happen. The idea here is that Roman Reigns can't win by himself, but somehow he's managed to stay the champion forever. Um, And the bloodline has been what has gotten him there. Right. Now, with that being said, I love Kevin Owens probably more than any other men's talent in WWE. Um, Something about him just resonates with me really well like i just i feel like i can relate to him in a way that i can't with most of their roster uh everything from his theme his look all of it it's like if i was a professional wrestler i'd probably be kevin owens you know what i mean he's just got he's got every piece that i like that that feels like it's 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 me when i watch him granted i can't do anything that he does (laughs) but if i was a wrestler and i could do it I'd want to be Kevin Owens. Um, So with that being said, I was disappointed he didn't win. However, I didn't expect him to win. Um, 
And then and then we had, you know, the post-match. Uh, Roman gets the pin. One, two, three. Beat down on KO. Then they, they handcuff Kevin Owens to the ring ropes. Kevin Owens is handcuffed. Roman's about to hit him with a steel chair. Sammy stops it from happening. Sammy Zayn, who's done nothing this entire match, stops Roman from hitting Kevin Owens with the steel chair. Roman then says, okay, you do it. This is your final test. This is the thing they were talking about. And instead, Sammy hits Roman with the chair. We then have the bloodline turn on Sammy. Everybody starts beating down Sammy, except for Jay Uso. That's and all right. credit to Jay because I love this connection they have. I think it's weird that they switch the roles because if you've been watching the whole bloodline story, I have Jay Uso was always the right hand man. When Jimmy came back from injury, he had to like prove himself. Jimmy was Sammy's dude in the bloodline for the longest time until very recently. And Jay finally accepted him. And then last week, of course, we had the trial, the tribal uh, tribal court. Tribal court. And Jay, Jay was the one that stood up for Sammy. Yeah. And now Jay is the one who won't beat Sammy down. That's his guy now. Intriguing. I think that whole thing was really intriguing. Um, now, you guys might not know this, but when the Bloodline stuff first started, Jay Uso had a feud with Roman. He was the first one in the bloodline, but there was a big, nasty feud prior to that. And the only reason that Jay Uso submitted to Roman Reigns was because Roman Reigns was beating down Jimmy Uso. And mm. it was a match. And, and Jay finally said, listen, we, we acknowledge you. Yeah. And now we finally come full circle and I cannot wait to see what happens with Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. Yeah, I know that's intriguing because the, the 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 one a lot of a couple of the episodes I caught of Raw and and in that interaction with Sammy, Jay hated him. Jay's like, I don't trust him. Blah 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 blah. Didn't 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 want him on his side the whole nine yards. So you thought for sure, hundred percent, the minute that Sammy turns, that Jay was just gonna flip out, and he didn't flip out, which is really cool which, you know, leaves a lot of storyline open, which is, I think, is a nice touch to it for sure. It all 100%. changed at War Games. Yeah. When War Games happened, and you guys watched that, it was a great we show. Did. When we War did. Games happened, Jay finally accepted Sammy. Oh, yeah. But but if you guys remember, Jimmy was the dude before with the handshake and all that stuff. Yeah. That was Sammy's guy before. He was the only one that was cool with Sammy. He He's the one that convinced everybody to, to accept Sammy. And he was the first person to attack Sami Zayn after Sami hit Roman with that chair. Yeah. I was a bit bamboozled and flabbergasted. But that was cool, man. That's what makes it interesting. I love being surprised. I love what they did with this story. I am so stoked to see where it goes. Me too. And I'm I'm curious to see if KO and Sami, like put everything aside that have all happened and kind of join up and do some tags. Oh, of course they will, which will be fun. Cause They've I think had those... blood feuds in the pl- in the past. And uh, I think this is just another step where they're going to, they're going to reunite. And I, I feel like it's going to be like maybe solo and Roman versus mm. Sammy and, and Owens, or maybe, maybe Jimmy and Roman. But I think Jay is already defected. I think that we're planting the seed now for Jay to defect, which means that eventually Jimmy will defect, which means that the bloodline is basically falling apart now. Yeah, that's cool. And I think this is the beginning of the end for Roman Reigns' championship reign. Yes. Yeah, they've been kind of hyping that, that that's, that's, you know, all the rags have been kind of hyping that that's going to happen. But, okay, so then let me ask you guys this. Who do you think, who's going to be the next champ? Is it KO? Is it Bobby Lashley? Is it, is it, who is it? You know what I mean? Is it uh, Brock? I mean, look at all the, look at this roster. Who's the next witch champ? Because Cody Rhodes technically now gets the first shot at whatever title he wants. Is he right. going to go after the, uh, 
what is it? The North American title? No. Mm. He's he's gonna go after one of the big straps. Is he gonna go after the undisputed blah blah blah? I hope not. I hope that we're gonna split these belts back up. Yeah, because I mean it would be more fun. You get this, you would be able to feature more stars if you were able to split the belts up. Like as a part of the beginning of the end, maybe Cody gets one of the straps and he either yeah. goes to Raw or SmackDown with that title. And maybe that other title, Roman loses to I don't know, whoever next for the opposite brand. Who knows? It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be weird to see where they go with this because this is finally like we're finally going to move on from all this stuff, I think. I think. I hope. So th- yeah, so we got the championship. You have the Universal Championship, the WWE Championship. We got what, So the, the Universal Championship is a, is is actually the SmackDown title. Okay. The WWE title is the Raw title. The um are they who's got the Intercontinental title right now? Is that still a thing? The Intercontinental title? Yeah, that's what's his name? Um no, I'm thinking of something else. Um because we've I got th- the the US title too, I think. I don't know. I'm a little confused about the belts right now outside of what Roman's got. Yeah. So here's what I, we've got. We got the WWE champion is Roman Reigns, Universal Champion is Roman Reigns. Gunther is the Internet Continental Champion. There you go. Austin. Austin Theory is the United States champion. Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. Yep. All of that. And obviously, that. no nobody that wins the Royal Rumble is going to go for a title shot for one of the lesser titles. They're going to want the big one. Right. So, Cody, yeah. Co- they need to drop this whole universal thing and yeah. ununify those titles. Let yeah. Cody have one and let, I don't know, um, Bobby Lashley or Gunther or... Uh, Brock Lesnar or somebody take the other title and split them back up and get everybody back on a different program because that's what the networks want. That's what the fans need so that we have a reason to watch both shows because I don't want to see the same champion on both shows. That's boring. Why do you have two titles? Why not just make a separate one? Yeah, exactly. It's it's gonna it's gonna dilute it to make it yeah. not as important anymore if that happens. All in all, though, a fantastic show. I wish it wasn't as long as it was because, my goodness, I am still tired. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all are still tired. (laughs) I had to drink extra beers just to keep watching the show. (laughs) Made for not a great morning, you know. That's funny. Um, But, yeah, man, it was a really good rumble this year, and I'm super excited that we got to watch it. I think for you guys, it was a fantastic first rumble. Uh, a nice nice toe in the water um very much there is a lot of stuff coming up in the very near future though wrestling in the next week is chaotic and crazy and there's a ton of stuff that's going to be happening very very soon and if i could find my notes on it i would read them to you guys how do i have all these papers (laughs) and not just just so you know the enjoy wrestling's coming back in march they're Correct. doing another another couple of um, episodes, but of course they tape them first, and then we get to see them later. So they'll probably April. We'll probably get to see them maybe, but they're the show is actually in March, so beginning of March. So we'll get some more enjoy probably around spring. So Monday Night Raw this week, uh, Monday January thirtieth tomorrow, depending on when you're watching this or hearing this. Uh, there hasn't been a lot finalized as of yet, but I think we can expect to see. Um, both Rumble winners in some capacity, at least some sort of recap or something. Maybe they get some promo work. I don't know. Uh, which titles are they going to go after? Maybe we'll get some hints and teases at that. We're going to get some fallout from the Sami Zayn bloodline Kevin Owens story. We're going to get some extra piece of that on Raw. I feel like they have to. They have to follow up. Um, Edge came back at the Rumble after being out since October, I believe. So I think we're going to find out what he's planning on doing now that he's back. Uh, Nia Jax may show up, maybe not. If she's not contracted, I guess we'll have to see. Chelsea Green may have something to say. We might see her on NXT. We might see her on Raw. We might see her on SmackDown, but that's something to look out for. Uh, we're going to have to follow up on the Bray Wyatt, LA Knight, Uncle Howdy, Alexa Bliss. Something's going to happen with that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and then there's probably going to be some Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley stuff. 
Uh, yeah, but nothing's been confirmed for Raw as of yet, which is weird because it's tomorrow. So <laughs> the next thing this week is NWA Power is going to go live on Tuesday, January 31st. And it's Team Tyrus versus Team Rock and Roll in the finals for the NWA Championship Series. First ever live NWA Power. I think it's going to be cool. Tune into that if you can. It's on YouTube. It's free. You have no reason not to watch it. What time? Uh, Dynamite. Uh, probably eight, I think. Okay. That's a great question, though. I, I would assume eight. Everything's normally eight. Let's go with that. Okay. All right. <laughs> go to NWA Power or NWA's website. Go to the YouTube. It's on there. There's already a, a pre-video ready to, for when they go live. Um, Dynamite, Wednesday. Kanosuke Takeshita versus Brian Cage. The Acclaimed will be in action with uh, as-of-yet undetermined partners. There is a TNT Championship match with Darby Allen and Samoa Joe again. That's going to oh. be good. We've got John Moxley versus Adam Page for the third time oh, in uh, this blood feud that they've been having. We've got the TBS Championship match with Jade Cargill and Red Velvet, which was set up the other day. That's, no. I mean, Jade's going to win for sure because she wins everything for no reason. Uh, and we've got Brian <laughs> Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. And you guys probably don't know about Timothy Thatcher, but let me tell you, the man is a shooter. And uh, him and Brian Danielson is going to be a terrific in-ring match. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Then we've got Impact Wrestling on Thursday, February 2nd. We've got the Bullet Club, which is, well, it's it's their representatives in Impact. It's Ace Austin and Chris Bay versus Kushida and Kevin Knight, which should be great. And then uh, the other thing that's confirmed for that, that show is Giselle Shaw versus Savannah Evans. I think it'll be good. I love Impact. I love what they're doing lately. I love their women's division. Um, I love the stuff Bully Ray's been doing over there. It's fantastic. Tune into Impact on Thursday night, guys. Uh, and then SmackDown, we do have some stuff confirmed already. We've got we've got the finals of the uh, number one contenders tag team tournament, uh, and it's Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Imperium. So I don't cool. know how you feel about that. I don't know. Uh, and then we've That'll got Charlotte. We've got Charlotte Flair versus Sonya Deville too. Which should oh, yeah. be pretty good. Yeah. And then Rampage. I don't know what's going on on Rampage yet. I haven't seen much for that. But this coming Saturday, NXT Vengeance Day, right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane. That's going to be killer. Braun cool. Breaker versus Grayson Waller again, but this time in a steel cage. Well, that'll be fun. Yep, we've got Wesley versus Dijak, which I'm looking forward to because I love Dijak, and Wesley's awesome. Uh, and that's for the North American Championship. Then we've got New Day versus Gallus versus Pretty Deadly versus a undetermined tag team. Oh, that's so right. Be a four-way tag, tag match. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to be for the titles. Uh, and then there's Apollo Crews versus Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams in a two out of three falls match. That might be pretty good. And then the final thing for that that's been confirmed so far is Fallon Henley and Kiana James versus Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter for the NXT women's tag titles. Then we've got tons of stuff in MLW, GCW, and like a billion other independent promotions. If you're not watching independent wrestling, I don't know why you pretend to be a fan of wrestling in the first place. There's so much good stuff out there outside of WWE, outside of AEW. The stuff on TV is not it, folks. There's plenty more to see out there in the pro wrestling world. And sometimes you will find stuff that is much better. You'd be surprised. And, and go check out your local indie wrestling promotion as well. Because they need the help, they need the support, and they work their asses off. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. For sure. Fantastic show, guys. It's been so good catching up with you and talking about all this stuff. I'm looking forward to the next podcast. I don't know what we'll be talking about, but it's going to be good. We'll get there. All right, man. From all of us here at the Murder Theater Podcast, everyone have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.